certainly not a John Hughes comedy. This is a, a hardcore, uh, very R-rated uh, gangster film, Scarface. It was released in December 8th, 1983, so we're coming up on its 40th anniversary. It was directed by Brian De Palma, written by Oliver Stone, based on the original film by Howard Hawks and Ben Hecht uh, from 1932, also called uh, Scarface. Very loosely based. They're, they're pretty different films. but uh, And as you mentioned already, it stars Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, this wasn't a film that did really well when it came out. It was only the 16th highest grossing film of 1983. But it has become uh, sort of a, a hardcore classic uh, with many fans such as yourself. And it was ranked the number eight top 50 cult film of all time by Entertainment Weekly. Um, the film was dedicated to Ben Hecht and Howard Hawks, as I mentioned, who are the writer and director of the original Scarface. Uh, for those who don't know, Scarface, uh, the name, was actually the nickname of Al Capone. So it had some uh, real-life gangster roots there. Uh, Al Pacino has said that Tony Montana uh, his, uh, is one of his favorite characters he's ever played. Well, that's pretty big stuff when he's also played Michael Corleone. Um, Brian De Palma, the director, liked the script so much that he drew, he dropped out of directing Flashdance uh, to direct this film. And Oliver Stone, uh, who was uh, sort of a, a little bit of a neophyte at the time, he was paid 300000 to write the screenplay. And at the time, that made him the highest paid screenwriter ever, um, which is kind of quaint when you think about it these days. And then Oliver Stone said that he actually named Tony Montana after his favorite American football player, Joe Montana. Uh, so, so people who make that joke are actually kind of correct. Um, and when uh, uh, De Palma submitted the film to the MPAA, uh, the ratings board, they gave it an X. And then he made some cuts and he resubmitted the second time. Again, they gave X. Uh, so they made some more cuts and they gave him an X again. He goes, I'm not making any more cuts. Uh, so they brought in a panel of experts including real narcotics officers uh, who stated that, you know, the film was an accurate portrayal of uh, real life in the drug underworld uh, and ultimately was sort of an anti-drug film and it should be widely seen. And so somehow this convinced the, uh, the ratings board to, to give it the R, which it has now. You know, I was really surprised to see that you said that it wasn't really that popular at the time. <clears throat> Uh, I remember going to see it when it first came out. I was absolutely riveted by Pacino's portrayal uh, of this kind of, he starts out not necessarily mild-mannered, but he turns into just this crazed drug addict, drug dealer, um, just driven by ego and addiction. And it was just, uh, to me, it was Al Pacino's kind of breakout uh, performance at the time. Am I correct in that, or is that just my imagination thinking that he was, I mean, he was a star, but he wasn't as big as he was until star, Scarface, or am I wrong I on guess, that? I guess that's a matter of opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I think if you're already Michael Corleone, uh, I don't know how you can break out much more than that. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't really love this movie. Uh, I know a lot of people do, so I'm not... Uh, uh, being critical of, of your your uh, favorites. I'm offended, it. Joe. Um, in fact, like I said, it's been it's sort of developed into uh, more of a cult film, right? Um, the the uh, especially in the rap world, um, it's uh, really popular in the rap world. In fact, uh, they were going to the studio wanted to re-release the film, or they did re-release the film in 2003, 
And the studio wanted Brian De Palma to change the soundtrack so that it included rap songs. Uh, and De Palma refused to do that. But, uh, like, if you get the, the, the disc or the Blu-ray, there's some, like, special, you know, uh, um, uh, you know uh, things on there that talk about its, its importance in the rap community and rap culture and so on and so mm. forth. So it's, uh, it's kind of interesting how it does definitely, uh, it does, has, has taken on a life of its own even though it was uh, only mildly successful originally. You know, we like to talk about casting sometimes, and uh, Al Pacino wanted Glenn Close to play Elvira. Really? Uh, which went to, uh, that's the, the role that Michelle Pfeiffer got. But the studios didn't think she was sexy enough, which is, sorry, Glenn. Um, <clears throat> there was a number of other people that were considered or auditioned for the role. Again, kind of a who's who at the time. Actually, some young people. Courtney Cox would have... Uh, been unknown at the time. Gina Davis, Carrie Fisher, uh, Kelly McGillis. This is an odd one. Lorraine Newman from uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Sharon Stone, Cela Ward, um, Rosanna Arquette. I could go on. Kim Bassinger, Jodie Foster. So, you know, it was a pretty wide net uh, of people that uh, were being considered for that role. Well, it turned out great. Uh, again, uh, kind of one of my favorites of the time. Uh, it was just... So dramatic. I mean, that one scene where he's wearing kind of this polyester shirt and there's a mountain of cocaine on a on a mirror in front of him, and he's just kind of going going crazy. So yeah, well, that's the you part know, that it's I interesting remember. that uh, there's the myth that he snorted real cocaine on camera, uh, and that's not true. I can't say that he didn't off camera. <laughs> yeah, it was the uh, '80s the, after the all. Right, cocaine that was used on film was supposedly powdered milk. Oh. And even though it was just powdered milk, it actually kind of screwed up Pacino's nasal pass. Well, I would For think. years, uh, oh. he had trouble with his nose. And one other fun fact that I, I, I'd like to share is that uh, Steven Spielberg and De Palma had been friends uh, really since the two of them began making studio films in the 70s. And they made a habit of visiting each other's sets, which is pretty common uh, for those guys at the time. Anyway, Spielberg was on hand on one of the days where they were, sh- where they were shooting the big Colombian's initial attack on Tony Montana's house at the end of the film. So De Palma let Spielberg direct uh, a couple of the shots where the attackers first enter the house. So there's a little bit of Spielberg in there, which you know I love. 